The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of My Stress Alarm. I'd like to focus on what I just said about walking that fine line. I say this in the beginning of each podcast episode because this is the perfect stress mindset. If you listen to this podcast on the regular, then you know it's geared toward hardworking, goal-oriented, ambitious, driven individuals who also happen to deal with stress-related symptoms. And when I say walk that fine line, it is a fine line between being productive and overdoing it. But in reality, we don't know exactly where that line is, right? And you should always keep in mind that chronic stress monitoring is not an exact science. There's always some margin of error that you have to take into account. And so if you're approaching your threshold number, so in the My Stress Alarm app, which by the way, it's getting very close to launching, the one big bug that we have to fix is that it keeps logging you out every time you close the app, which is annoying. Um, And that's a big issue. So once we figure that out, I think we're good. The only other thing is expanding for those most populous time zones. Right now, it's just set up to work from the UK west to California. So we have to add in most of the European time zones and and ones to the east. And there's a few other things brewing in the background that I'll share at a later time. Not quite ready to share that yet. But anyway, one of the things that my stress alarm does is warn you when you're approaching your threshold number. So it goes from green to yellow to red, which is why I like to refer to it as a collision avoidance system for stress. But here's the thing. If you're in the yellow and you're quickly approaching red, so it it turns red when you're, I think, within 10 points of reaching your threshold number. So let's say you decide, screw it, I, I got to get this stuff done And hey, I'm under my threshold number anyway, so what do I have to worry about? So again, it's very important to keep in mind that chronic stress monitoring is not an exact science. There's always some margin of error that you have to account for, especially when you first start using the app, because of course, there's not that much data to base your threshold number on. So you start with the default value, and then it'll adjust and tailor to you more specifically Uh, as you continue to make your assessments each day and that data accumulates. I want to be very clear, though, that I do not endorse or advocate that people push themselves. I personally err on the side of caution. My motto, why do today what you can put off till tomorrow? Now, there are some motivational speakers out there who preach that you have to live and breathe success. You got to push yourself to the extreme. I talk about this in episode 13, Motivational Extremism. That was about a year and a half ago. So obviously, I don't subscribe to that mentality. 
I understand the general sentiment, but to me, you can't just forego self-care. To me, that's crazy. But there are times when you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, and who's to say? It might make more sense at the time, depending on what you're doing, to stick with your current workload and take the risk, even if it's high. It's not ideal for sure. It's a dilemma. And in several episodes, I've talked about what some of those circumstances might be, including episodes 40 and 41. Decisions, decisions, decisions. So you may want to check that one out if you haven't already. The two big scenarios that come to mind are attending family functions and chunking, which is a productivity term, which is doing similar tasks together in one session to be more efficient, especially if you're working on tasks that are very involved and consuming and require deep thought. And it's just more productive and efficient to push through those types of tasks so you don't lose your train of thought rather than to stop on a dime just so you can get to bed on time or whatever. But again, I personally err on the side of caution from experience. It almost never pays to push yourself too much. But in the end, there is no right or wrong answer here. It's a very individualized and personal decision which underscores the fact that the My Stress Alarm app itself does not steer you one way or the other. It simply presents the data in a way that you can make more informed decisions. And uh, not to belabor the point, but two people of similar backgrounds and circumstances presented with the exact same data, all other things being equal, could still take different courses of action. Now, When you decide to rest, and that could take many forms, right? It could be a lunch break, a nap, working out, meditating, watching TV, whatever. The reality is, if you're in a productive type of mood, which is probably often, but not always, um, let's say you woke up and and you're just eager to get your day started, you want to work towards your goals, you're determined, and nothing's going to stop you. You're in third gear, now you're in fourth gear, sometimes you hit fifth gear. It could be hard to switch it off and just rest. And you can't multitask resting, right? And so this could be a bit of a challenge because you can't just assume that if you put aside a certain time of day or whatever for resting, that you'll actually be able to rest. Maybe your mind continues thinking about a problem you're working on. Uh, related to your goals. Maybe you're feeling a little pressure and that's making it difficult to rest. So this is why I say that the perfect stress mindset is more of a lifestyle, not unlike bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is not just a hobby. It's a lifestyle through and through. If you're a bodybuilder, everything you do is pretty much built around bodybuilding. Same thing with the perfect stress mindset. You have to build into your life effective ways to rest. You need to plan for how you're going to rest. So if you just say, I'm going to sit down and watch TV, it doesn't work very well. You know, I guess it depends on what's on TV. But so try to think about things that really interest you, because I want to make it clear, this is not wasting time. This is very important because essentially your rest time is a task that you must complete, just like any other task related to your goals. So to continue the example watching TV, 
you could be watching a TV show, whatever, but your mind might be elsewhere. You know, think about what you accomplished today, what you have to do tomorrow. And so technically, when you go to make your rest assessment in the My Stress Alarm app, if you're really being honest with yourself, you, you would not want to count that time as rest time. If you do, then you're going to be closer to your threshold number than the app actually shows because junk in, junk out, right? So you want to be fair to yourself and be honest when putting in your assessments. And there's even a note in there in the app itself. If you're stuck between two assessments, uh, was it the higher end of medium or the lower end of high? You know, those marginal calls. The note says pick the worst of the two. Now that's not just to be conservative because the truth is more times than not, the only reason you're struggling to pick which one is because you know in the back of your mind that if you put the worst of the two, your stress score is going to be higher. And you don't want it to be higher because that means you're close to your threshold, which means you have to slow down more. So what I'm getting at is that you owe it to yourself to invest in yourself, to invest in your rest activities. Because there's a lot of fun things you probably would want to do, but it requires some thought, some planning. And it's just easy to put it off thinking, you know, you'll have more time in the near future, but it never happens. So for example, for me, one thing I really like to do is hiking. I'm sure you already know that if you if you uh, listen to the podcast. Now, you might think, oh, well, that's an easy one. Just find a park and start walking. But that's not what I'm talking about. For me, the fun of hiking is exploring, getting lost in the forest, discovering things, essentially escaping the daily grind. If I just find some park to walk around in, I'm going to be around a lot of people probably, uh, walking their dogs, talking on their cell phones. I want to hike where it's quiet, solitude, and I want to do three to four hours, sometimes more. So obviously, I have a day job, so I have to wait for the weekend. So I do other things during the week, like play video games and deep breathing exercises and even cleaning house uh, can be considered resting because you're switching from more mental activities to a more physical activity and you can listen to music while you're cleaning and you you know you feel like you're still being productive. Um, so that's another good one for me. But the point is that if you're going to do a three to four hour hike, and you don't know much about hiking, except how to put one foot in front of the other, <laughs> you're going to have to invest some time, you know, some money even, uh, in order to have a good experience. You're going to want to invest in some good hiking shoes that have a stiff midsole, because otherwise your feet are going to be pretty sore after three to four hours of walking on dirt, rocks, and tree roots. You're going to want to invest in a backpack so you don't have to carry everything by hand, including your keys, wallet, cell phone, water, a snack, first aid stuff in case you scratch yourself on a sticker bush or tree branch and start bleeding. Maybe a cloth on hot days to wipe the sweat off your brow. Uh, maybe a compass or a GPS device. Starts adding up pretty quick. Of course, there's the matter of researching where to go on some fun hikes and how to navigate so you don't get lost. Figuring out where the trailheads are and the best routes to take, especially if you're like me and want to avoid the crowds. And there are other things, too, that I can't think of right now. But the point is that something seemingly as simple as day hiking still requires some planning and investment. But the payoff is that it's a better quality rest time. 
it's actually effective at allowing you to rest your mind and you're enjoying the moment more. The bottom line here is that you get out what you put in. And because resting is so important in the perfect stress mindset, you can't overlook the preparation, the investment, financially, organizationally, that certain activities that you would really enjoy require, whatever it is. Do not overlook this. Do not make the task of resting an afterthought. It doesn't work very well. And you'll thank yourself for making the investment in yourself. And you'll be keeping yourself honest too when you're making your rest assessments each day in the My Stress Alarm app. Well, that's my two cents for this week. I really value your feedback. As always, you can post a comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page or always feel free to email me directly at adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Stay safe, wishing you good health and success. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, don't let stress get in the way of success.